What's up, people? Welcome to Talklandia, where two siblings get candid about their lives with different points of views. We're here to talk about our journey, and we don't intend to shy from any topic that can challenge us while having fun discovering more. Hello, hello. This is Gustavo here again, and here is... Mariana with Talklandia. Welcome back, and now today is a special day. Uh, we're recording on February, which is the, the month of the love. The month of love. And friendship. <laughs> and friendship. You know what? That is, I don't think we even discussed this while we were planning. In Colombia, you celebrate friendship, love and friendship. Yes. El Dia del Amor y la Amistad. Which is more like at the end of the year rather than in February. But I think valentine's day is starting to pick up a little bit more in colombia that's what my dad was telling me that they're trying to bring it back to colombia as mm -hmm. an official holiday instead of or not instead of just they're just adding more holidays yeah. and <laughs> i think I, i had a pessimistic uh conversation about that because i'm like well is it just so people can buy more things because i personally like like el, like el dia del amor y la amistad i thought that was such a beautiful like Thing that then to come to the United States and celebrate just like love and that being really geared towards more like relationship. Yeah. That was a different twist. Well, I get it. But like if it was me, then Valentine should be every day of the year. Uh, touche. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we were just hearing a, a video of somebody saying like people don't just like fall in love because of like one day. It's I mean, an everyday maintenance. He, he put it in a good perspective. Like you, like if you go to the gym one time and you go for like 10 hours, are you going to see any You're results? You're not going to be in shape. No. Or if you go every day for 20 minutes mm -hmm. for a month, mm -hmm. like consistency, it's what builds you up. Yeah. And I think that's like goes the same way in like anything, any relationship. And we're not just talking about love with like, like, like another significant other, but like in family in general is yeah you gotta cultivate that every day yeah and that brings us back to you just mentioned that we we're talking about love in a very generic way because the reason why we chose this topic was there was something about you and something that has happened in the past that has always stuck with me and that was your transitioning from not saying i love you at all Mm -hmm. to then out of nowhere actually like I could kind of remember around the time that you started saying I love you to like us to your like my sister my mom it just becomes it became so much more natural for you to say it and I think if anybody hears us like talk to each other we always hang out the phone with saying I love you we say like we like it's such an organic thing to say constantly to each other And there was even a point in our lives where, like, Luisa, our sister, <laughs> used to be like, Chino, say I love you back. Like, we would force that out of you. It yeah. was never like that. No, it was like, for example, if, if I was, someone was to come say, hi, like, to me, I love you, I would just say me too, rather mm -hmm. than I saying, okay, yeah, I love you too. You would dodge it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a, I mean, it's a hard topic. It's a hard topic for me uh, just because... It kind of like took a while for me to feel comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. It took a several uh, 
sessions with the therapist and stuff like that. And I remember when I, man, like this was a hard thing to do because like mm -hmm. I cried out to my therapist, mm -hmm. something that us as Hispanics like, and it's, it uh, in the like the Hispanic community, men tend to be more like we don't show emotions. Yeah. Okay. Right. Tough. So yeah, we are. Mm -hmm. It's like we don't like. Of course, you know, you know, I don't act tough. Like yeah, I'm not the type of no. person who's like. Oh, but internally, there's there's like still that. this armor uh -huh. of manhood. It's like a it's like a defense mechanism. Right. So for me, it was more like me setting up a wall around myself. Like I remember, like and I always said it this way. Like I always felt like in a cage. Mm. You know, so mm -hmm. like just keep all my emotions, my everything inside this cage. Yeah. You know, so. When finally I, yeah, I was like, you know what, like, I, I do need to open up. Yeah. And it took a while, like, some, like, relationships, friendships that, that I closed myself to just because of the fact that I wasn't able to open up, open up mm -hmm. you know, and this was due to my, you know, my last relationship that I was like, you know what, I actually losing a lot of like meaningful connections, mm -hmm. especially with that one person, you know, just because of the fact that I was being way too close. Yeah, you, you know? guard Laura. And, and you know, like, and you know that in that relationship, I gave it all, but at yeah. the same time, I was like not only giving it all, but I also was like, in a way, I was also protecting myself. Yeah. So it was, of course, you know, it was trauma, like some sort of trauma that I went through, like on the whole, like, um, moving to the U.S. and being able to say I love you in a way where, like... It was acceptable. It was acceptable. Yeah. You know, and, like, in Colombia, like, we were just talking about it, like, in Colombia, the word I love you is three or four different things. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if you say te quiero, te amo... Mm -hmm. uh, te adoro. Te adoro, mm -hmm. and things like that. Like, te aprecio, which is love. Like, I appreciate you, but yeah. still a form of saying, <laughs> yeah. like, hey. Yeah, so for me, the word I love you just has one meaning, which is them, yeah. you know? And uh, when you said it, when it goes out, it, it has so much power. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you're giving the keys to your heart to someone, and yeah. it's here. You got the keys to my heart, now yeah. you can do with it whatever you want. Yeah. That is a lot of responsibility. Yeah a scary thing it is a scary thing so and i'm the type of person who if i'm not in control mm -hmm. of my own emotions yeah then i guard myself yeah it's an uncomfortable feeling to allow somebody else to have exactly. much control mm -hmm. exactly and it's kind of like and i know it might sound bad the way i say it but it's like i kind of like to be in control but see, being in control of my own emotions. Yeah. Okay. Not of the situation. Because mm -hmm. I think it's more like if I know, like, if I'm going to get heartbroken, mm -hmm. going into a relationship, I'd rather not go into the relationship. Yeah. The problem is a lot of the times is like when you're in the relationship that you lose control of your emotions. Yeah. And that's what's scary. And I think, like, for example, like to my mom and my sister, like, I don't think with that, with you, I went through that because. I don't, I think you've always been comfortable, like, we've always had a really close sibling, like, relationship, so, like, it was never, like, missing for me, but I do recall, like, 
Luisa always having to remind you to say it back. Mm-hmm. And even to us, like, it was just like, you, like you're right. Like, you always would say, it, me too. Yeah. So I think for me, I understood that, like, me too. Like, yeah, I, like, I also love you. Yeah. I didn't need you to, I didn't need to hear I love you back. But I feel like right now, you've already come to a point where you stop saying me too. You say, I love you too. Like, yeah. and you know, this, this, this um, episode was about to be called, I love you sis, because that was a big, like alarm for yeah. both of us because yeah. it never used to be, you never used to say like, well, with your nickname for me is Chinita, which I don't even know how to translate <laughs> it, but it's like, you, you never would say the whole full Love you, Chinita. It would always say, like, yeah. me too, Chinita, or, yeah. like, things like that. But yeah. it's, like, yes, there was a transitioning of you being more vulnerable with that word mm-hmm. that you used to not be. And you talked back about trauma, and I think when I peeled it a little bit for you, I was, like, it's cultural trauma because, like you mentioned, in Colombia, it is so we're so comfortable saying that word in all layers. Yeah. I love you as a family member. I love you as a friend. I love you as my significant other. I think it's our delivery that adds the passion behind the word I love you. It's not necessarily the word, but it's like your actions tied up. Like when you say I love you to your grandma, you're not kissing her or holding her hand. So it's like you yeah. kind of know what yeah. level of love you're meaning. That. Whereas in here... I love has such a one-way definition, if you will, which is more romanticized. Yeah. So saying I love you in the in the United States or for us in a household that merged in with an American culture was shocking because now it wasn't seen as appropriate or yeah. it wasn't seen as it was a little bit of shock for them because that was so uncommon in our household. And not only that, I feel like the word I love you can be also be used as a, it's just as a word of just being used to saying it mm-hmm. rather than just overused. Really, like, you know, it's like, if I say I love you, it's because I mean it. Yeah. You know, if I'm like, yeah. imagine if you're like, I don't know where you just say, eh, I love you. To yeah, everybody. you say it so much that like, like what? It like, just comes out naturally, yeah. you know, I think it's a word that, how can I believe that you actually do when you said it 150 times? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, it's like, for it, let's put it like this. Let's say you, in a matter of a year, you date 20 people. Yeah. And to all those 20, you tell them, I love you. Yeah. How meaningful it is for that yeah. one person. It's, it's, not, it's not. Yeah. See what but I'm I, saying? I think. Think about it like this. Okay. Think about it like, like, so for example, like there's people that like, for example, like stay virgin until marriage. Oof, you went there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's a whole different topic, yeah. but it's an example. Okay. Yeah. Some people take it. It's, it's so, it's such a, uh, but I how think, do you put it like in a word? Like, it's like they save it for that one person. And I, I know almost, the word I love you. Like mm-hmm. it not necessarily is like, okay, yeah, you're losing your virginity. No, but like. But it's, it has meaning to it. I think it's the, you keep it so protected in a, like in a glass shelf, like in a case, mm-hmm. that I think there is that danger zone of if you wait too long to say it, how do you know if it's the right time? And I feel like 
if you shelter it too much or you protect it too much, yeah. then it's like, then you there's a missed opportunity for exactly. connection. Because I mean, I've in my recent dating life, which is not a lot, but I have yet to say the word I love you to anybody that I've dated. Yeah. But it's because like you like you said, it has such a deep meaning. Like I'm not gonna go around with everybody that I go on a date and say, I love you, I love you. Like that to me for yeah. so many reasons, it's it's very it's such a personal word. But I think that the second that somebody's able to earn that, then I wanna say it as much as I can. Like I they've that, earned that. And it's not a it's not a matter of time because I, I think you 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 get you can love someone. Mm -hmm. I don't think do I believe in love at the at first sight? Yes. I, I believe in but, connection at first. But sight. okay, connection. <laughs> yeah. Love, I think you need some time to to there's feelings, there's things I like that. I feel like you have and to maintain love. Exactly. Too. And I I still remember like on my last relationship, I and you know this because you're you and I were in camp when, when all this happened. But I couldn't say the word I love you, but I remember saying like te quiero más de lo que te imaginas, which is more like Not a, that's the whole thing. Like it's not I want you. It's like I adore. It's a it's a between I love you and I adore you, more than I could than you could ever know. So think about it like this. Let's put it in a scale, okay? Te amo means like I like it's like like extreme. It's like a stream. I love you. Yeah. Okay. Te quiero is kind of like more in between, and te adoro is more like eh. You yeah. Know, like, mm -hmm. like like if you put it into a level of one two three or like, like I one adore two you. like one two five. I love you, te amo, I love you, it's like number five. Yeah. Te amo, like, I love you, te quiero, it's like number three. Yeah. And then te adoro, it's more like a number one, you know? So, I couldn't say te amo, mm -hmm. but I would say te quiero. You know, that is such an interesting... More than, more than you imagine. Yeah. So, I was ready, like, I was kind of like, it was almost out of my mouth. But not quite. But not quite. And I remember writing it down and writing it down. That's how I put it, like, te quiero más de lo que te imaginas. Yeah. And then when, when we both sat down and stuff like that, it just naturally came out. Yeah. And it was within a month. Mm -hmm. You know, so what I mean by that is it has such a strong meaning mm -hmm. that even to the person that you're ready to say it to, yeah. it's like there's so much weight. You know, and that's why I say, like, but it's, it's almost such good. important. There's so much responsibility behind that word. Yeah. And I think as you grow older, you know the consequences of maluse of mm -hmm. the word. It's like it could be the potential of you getting your heart broken or you breaking somebody else's heart. Mm -hmm. Or, and I know we're going back into like defining it in a relationship, but like you were talking about like how in, The Spanish vocabulary, I like them was so strong, like so true. Because like I'm comfortable saying I love you to like my friends, yeah. like my family members, but like and even if like I say something to my mom in Spanish, like, it's usually it's like yeah, I said them or like te quiero, but it's usually more like family members. Yeah, it's more te quiero or like things like that. But I can never. I don't think I have been. It flows naturally to say to like my best girlfriends and say te amo like I can easily no. say I love you yeah. 
because it's so much it's so much broader mm -hmm. but like them i'm like um yeah. <laughs> and they know who they are so and, and they're that, gonna listen so let's get them and then and it's like for example like okay and then nothing against like the culture here in the u.s but there's a level of this attachment yeah when like when you turn 18 you're ready to go go Bye. out of college and you're <laughs> on your own you're like yeah. wait out sometimes for us as hispanics we would stick a little longer and if we like gone to like you know we're coming back soon to at least visit or spend time with family. We gravitate back to like a family mm -hmm. of the family crowd. Exactly, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm saying. Not to like to, to throw to any each light. their own, but there exactly. is cultural differences. We just it's just the way we were brought up. It there's a different. It's like our home feels. You know, let's go back to the structure of the United States on homes alone. Mm -hmm. I go back in, in a very wealthy neighborhood, in a very wealthy home in Colombia, like homes are pretty like close together. Rooms are together. Like the yeah. structure of an apartment or even a house, it's very, it's very cozy versus here. So much space. And granted, I'm talking about Texas. So if you're in the East coast or and you don't quite have as much space to have the luxury. But no, sometimes East Coast have their own floor. So if you're, if that's the case, then it does not apply. But I think here in Texas, in our point of view, you get a four-bedroom house, and it's just so spread out. Two-story home. It's like two different worlds. Yeah. Like, first floor, it's usually mom, dad floor. The Second kitchen, floor, it's the living room. the kids' mm -hmm. world. Which parents are usually never in the second floor role. Yeah, they'll know? never so go there, up. So like mm -hmm. in a way, like there is there is a level of disattachment. Yeah, and naturally by proximity. Exactly. Nothing and, wrong with mm -hmm. it, you know. But in Colombia, it's not like that. Now, even when we have we grew up in a two story. I'm talking about Chambrana or Saguanes, um, and it was a two story house. But I still feel like the structure was cozy enough. That I don't ever feel like there was that much void mm -hmm. or space between my parents and us, or even exactly. as siblings. Like, exactly. well, just to, let, let's just put it like this. Okay, in Colombia, we used to live in a two-floor house. Mm -hmm. Remember, our, our rooms used to be on the second floor. My mom's room used to be on the in the first floor. Mm -hmm. When the earthquake, earthquake happened, mm -hmm. which earthquake of what nineteen ninety nine? Nineteen ninety nine. We were all on the first floor. Mm -hmm. So my mom was in the room. My mom had just recently have gotten into an accident, and she was in a cast. Mm -hmm. And then we were all sitting at the table. I was about to take a shower when the earthquake started. Yeah. This was like a, what, 6.7? Was it 6.7 uh, earthquake? I have no idea. Mm -hmm. But it was, I mean. Intense. It was intense. And the epicenter was just 30 minutes away from our city. Yeah. So, um, you know, we just... Uh, I mean, we were going off topic a little bit, but like just to kind of give you an idea of how close family are mm -hmm. on the fact that in a two-story home, like we would spend more time in the first floor with mm -hmm. family rather than here in the U.S. Yeah. Kids are usually on their own world in their own room, yeah. you know, and that's why I'm saying nothing wrong with this attachment from a family and stuff like that. I think it creates an independency on humans, mm -hmm. but for some reason... That emotion. I'm way too attached in that emotional aspect. Yeah. You know, and it's 
I'm so emotionally attached to those things that like I know it can hurt me. Mm-hmm. I just rather close myself into a little cage. And I think that's why we wanted to talk about this topic because I think it is, for me, has been beautiful as much as you're still a work in progress. Oh, yeah, no, I'm still working on it. And I'm thinking for myself, too. um, I think that it is just acknowledging the fact that, like, you want to be that vulnerable, but at Mm. the same time, you're unable to fully get there without feeling scared and that's almost, that just means that you care so much that it's scary to have that being changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, I remember one time I was having these thoughts and saying, why am I so closed off on the, in, that, in, that, on that, in that sense before I started working on it? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I remember thinking of is because I'm not ready to lose my mom. Mm-hmm. It was the first thing that came to my, my head is like, you get too attached to something or someone, in this case, my mom, of course, um, that if the day of tomorrow she's not here with us. And you didn't say I love you. And then not only that, but, like, that you have that much, like, like that person holds so much control, sentimental, like, mm-hmm. like of a mother, and then mm-hmm. when she's not here, like, it's more like me guarding whenever she's not here that I'm like, you know, like it's not going to hurt me as much. It's kind of like protecting myself from being so hurt whenever she's not here with us. And the craziest thing is my mom is barely on her foot. She's young, young and thriving. Sorry, mom. Sorry if I <laughs> spilled the beans on your age. But she's still young, you know. Yeah. And why am I thinking this? And then lately, like I'm thinking like, why am I even thinking like that? Not necessarily because she's my mom. Necessarily means that she's gonna be the first one to to leave. Mm-hmm. It could be me. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But and it's not that I'm afraid of that or anything like that. It's just um, at first I was afraid of being loving someone, and then one day they're not being there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then, when last year we met, like we we lost a family member mm-hmm. very close to us. And I remember when I got the news, like, I was going to go crazy. And I remember this. And I know, like, Luisa and Santa Milena were closer to him. You all three took it. Well, yeah, yeah there, a lot of the cousins took it really hard to lose mm-hmm. that uncle. But, like, thinking about, like, closer family here mm-hmm. in the U.S., of course, my, Luisa's closer to him and Santa Milena. You mm-hmm. and I were more like, like, for example, like, I was close to him. He was one, like, the one, 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 one of a few family members that I, if I go to Colombia, I went all, all, like, all out of my ways mm-hmm. to make sure that I see him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And in the, in the last few years when we went to Colombia, I think we connected way more, mm-hmm. you know? And a few, last year I put a post with him. He used to like to go fishing. Yeah. So I remember, like, going fishing with them. But from that point on, that's where I said, I'm not going to miss another saying, I love you to the people that I care. Yeah, and I think that's very important to just remember. I think that just, I, honestly, I'm in the point of my life where I'd rather say it than miss that opportunity of saying it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm going to be careful with when that moment comes and, they have to earn it. I think the earning a standard will never be gone. I mm-hmm. I can't allow myself to just throw it like 
Mardi Gras bees coming up, but yeah. um, but it has it has value. So, but I think the second that you just allow yourself to say it, you're gonna get a lot more reward than pain. Yeah. Even though it has the potential of breaking your heart, yeah. even that breaking your heart comes with lesson that you would still never take it away. Yeah, and even like now, like for example, like you know, like like talking about the whole like extra like my 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 relate my ex relationship that I that I had and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, that was a hard hit on me. Yeah. And um, and I was thinking about it like, dude, like, why do I even let myself love someone so much that it's gonna hurt me so much? But I like one of the things that I learned is like even on that process. Mm-hmm through the grief and stuff like that, you got to love that time. Yeah. The fact that it's hurting you so much is because it was very meaningful. Yeah. And the fact that it was very meaningful, that has a lot of value. And I think it shows maturity. Like, we were watching, um, I think you fell asleep, but Mom and I were watching <laughs> Your People. And it's an incredible movie. I thought it, it hit on so many great topics and issues and whatnot. It had a great thing. But in one of the session, it was just acknowledging that regardless of how things like conclude or happen, they were the happiest time of their life. And yes, they might be happier to come with somebody else or maybe again with themselves. But it's just you. I don't think there's going to be anything. I don't think there's any good out of regretting or mm-hmm. fully dismissing the purpose that relationship had in your in your growing up in yeah. your in your life because you get to be better for the next person like it, as cliche as it is like you get to be so self-aware of things that could and couldn't happen like I'd be lying to you if I didn't say that there's a layer of um, protectiveness mm-hmm. around who I say I love you to because as much like the second somebody earns, my love, they've earned it. Yeah. But then the second they lose it, they lose it. Yeah. So it's such a cutthroat line, but I also don't want to make it impossible for that to be. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know I'm a fair believer that if you if you get to that point mm-hmm. where you feel like you love someone, mm-hmm. you know I'm a huge advocate to, hey, go all in. Yeah, you do know? it. <laughs> it's better to get her and stuff like that than having like that thought of like did I give my all yeah. you know and this is something that like with this whole like therapy that I'm going through it's something that I'm learning because yeah. I remember when I started this relationship two years ago mm-hmm. damn it's about to be two years ago since we mm-hmm. had last relationship started and I told you I remember telling you like Dude, I'm gonna go all in. Yeah, you were you were set that your next relationship you're gonna love and not hold anything back. And, then, and you lived up to that. And oh, you know I did, you know, <laughs> like dude, I went crazy. It was fast and furious when it came to love. Yeah. Yeah. And did 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 I did I miss some step on the ways? Yes, I think I just went it's kinda like that, like with that one guy that is jumping off a platform into the small little pool. Yeah. Dude, I, I, you, I took you like aimed a, for that little, little small. One hundred steps up, like I took an extra fifty just in case, no. and I jumped, no. and I jumped, and I missed some steps on the way down. But 
but that's part of the process of learning, you know, and and uh, I think nowadays I'm more mature about it. Does it still hurts? You know, it does. It still hurts, but yeah. it's part of their learning process. And I think little by little that like small box that I got myself into a few years back, I think it still exists because I think I'm always going to guard my heart, my heart. Mm-hmm. But I think the size of the box has, the box have gotten bigger, mm-hmm. bigger and bigger. It's kind of like a comfort zone. You're yeah. stepping out of the comfort zone. The more you step out of the comfort zone, the bigger the comfort zone becomes. Yeah. Now you're, now you have a bigger area to explore. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I, no, like. We're all about love. And I think, you know, let's cover some great points. Dude, Uh, mm -hmm. I think this is going to be a good, a good episode. I think it's going to be great to listen back to. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I was like super, super scared because. You were trying to plan and you were like, wait, like, what, what are we going to do? And I was like. <laughs> we got this. Dude, it's like this is a very like a topic that is way like way too too strong for my in this mm-hmm. personal. And because you're still healing on so many areas, like it it's a topic that involves a lot of pa like pause. Ooh, that pass really weird pause. <laughs> but it has a lot of past, present, and even future almost anxiety around it because it's so unknown and you're still trying to heal from so many different angles and um but it's it's great because it's february it was a great month or to talk about this Mm -hmm. and we're only going to continue to talk about topics that we have learned to appreciate and concepts that we've learned to appreciate and i think this has been great yeah (laughs) it's a good topic good month Uh, and like i say if you have that loved one, you know, don't just wait for, for for Valentine's to give her a bouquet of roses or chocolates or taking it out on a date. I think it, or even if it's like your mom, your grandma, or like if you're yeah. already like listening to this episode and you feel like there's somebody you want to say I love you to or the quiero if it's a Spanish and you don't want to quite go too yeah. extreme or even like a box of chocolates or whatever the case may be, have an intentional action. Exactly. Of love and admiration and adoration to whoever it's coming to mind because I think that's very important imagine, and beautiful. Imagine, this is the way I think. Imagine the day that Valentine's in a relationship, whoever that is, if it's your family member, if it's your significant other, mm-hmm. just becomes another regular day. Yeah. Just because so you're so so used intentional. To, I think it's just, just all about intention. Like, like just because, like imagine that. You're, you're, you like, let's say once or twice a week, you're a significant other. There's something like amazing, like, yeah. like you're like at home and out of the nowhere you get a bouquet of flor- flowers, mm-hmm. you know. And then when when Valentine comes, it's it's meaningful, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, damn, my 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 significant other does this on a daily basis, yeah. you know. Let's strive to make Valentines every day. Every day. I definitely think we can do that. But I think there was a closure thought that you had. Yeah. Love, love is never the wrong answer. Love hard, love with everything, and give love it always. your all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I thought that this was a great episode. <laughs> we are going to be releasing episodes the last Wednesday of the month. month. So we'll see you guys, or we'll be back. 
next month on the last Wednesday. Exactly. And just keep your eyes out on Instagram. There's some cool little projects that we got on the way. Yep. So thank you. And you guys have a great rest of the month. Bye-bye. Late Valentine's. Valentine's. <laughs> Bye-bye.